Welcome to Go Simcha, the podcast that takes you on an in-depth approach to the Jewish music, entertainment, and Simcha world. Now, here's your host, Zisha Littman. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Go Simple, the podcast. We had so much fun recording the episode, um, but it couldn't have been done without the help of our sponsor, Karen Simchas and Vikalis. We're going to take a minute to hear a little bit more about them. The following episode of Go Simple the Podcast is proudly sponsored by Karen Simplis Chassan Vicalo. Karen Simplis Chassan Vicalo was founded over 25 years ago and is based in Brooklyn, New York. KSCVK helps widows, orphans, and people who are in dire need of marrying off a child. Working through their network of vendors, KSCVK ensures that every wedding is just as special as the next. Run by world-renowned party planner Devor Benjamin, KSCVK takes care that each wedding is as elegant as the next one, ensuring dignity and class through every wedding that they put on. To donate to KSCVK, please visit their website, kscvk.org, today. That's kscvk.org, and help make someone's wedding special. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Go Simple, the podcast. We're up to episode 27 this week. Um, quick shout out to our sponsor, Karen Sims, Klaus, and Vicala. They're running their major auction this week. Um, so if you haven't bought your tickets yet, visit kscvk.org to purchase your tickets for the auction. It's an amazing organization. If you heard the commercial, what they do, amazing, amazing things. So that's kscvk.org and purchase your tickets for the auction this coming month, Shabbos. And we look forward to seeing tremendous atzlacha with them. Anyways, this week we have a very cool guest on board the show. He just released a new album. Many of you have heard of, or heard of him and maybe some of you haven't. But I got Yosef Joey Newcomb on my show today. And it's an honor and a pleasure to sit down with such a guy, such a, such a tzaddik. And I'm going to get to learn his story and so are you. So Yosef or Joey or how do you want to be called? It's a pleasure to have you. What's going on, buddy? Wow, 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 Baruch Hashem. It's a pleasure to be had. <laughs> I'm happy that we can finally get together. For sure. Smooth about sure. holy things. For sure, for and, sure. And uh, I hear good things about you guys. Thank you. That 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 makes me feel happy. Mom is What do you got? So, um, you know, it's it's all good. It's it's seriously, it's a pleasure having you on the show. Um, it's funny your your song. Kulanu, like I had that thing stuck in my head for forever. Like I, I stumbled upon it, I started listening to it. I thought it was pretty funny, and then then it just kept getting stuck in my head. I was actually walking back to my office tonight, and I was singing the song in my head. People were look. I was, I was singing it out loud. People were looking at me like I was weird. I'm like, I don't care. I'm singing. But um, so so, what's your story? Like, and also, do you go by Joey? Do you go by Yosef? What? It, what's what? What do we call you? I go by I go by however you want to call me. The truth is, eventually, I'm going to put out a uh, a little uh, clip about you know my name is not Joe. <laughs> my name is Joseph from Queens. <laughs> but you're right. Most, most most of the world calls me Joey, so <laughs> you could uh, you could get away with calling me Joey. It's funny that you're talking about Kulanu. I just got five calls, literally. Yeah. In the last um. In the last half hour of people that are connecting to that song, B'nai Amalek, Kulanu. I'm assuming that's what you're referring to. Yeah. B'nai Amalek, I call it Kulanu, B'nai Amalek. Yeah, listen, you know what? Even if you look weird, I once heard from the Holy Ramosha Weinberger that it takes a few weird people in the world to make the difference. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. No. You know 
that's funny. So your song is having hashba on people all over the place. Yeah, listen, you know, the type of feedback that I've been getting has been the biggest chizik for me in the world. Um, wow. The truth is, is that, is that if I keep on uh, trying to keep it spiritual, that's, gonna, that's, that's what's going to give it sustenance. I, I'm getting messages from people. They're singing, they're sending me videos of themselves singing It's Never Too Late. They're sending me videos of the yeshiva with the chevra singing It's Never Too Late. Arab Shabbos, Megan, I'm getting people sending videos of them singing the Arab Shabbos nigan on Arab Shabbos. Wow. Um, I got a guy who, uh, this is the best feedback I ever got. There's a song I put out, It's Never Too Late. Yeah. And it happened to be, it came out as a single right before Yom Kippur. I'm sitting there, Arab Yom Kippur, literally, literally 40 minutes before Kol Nidre. I have the kittel on. I'm ready to go to shul. I'm still sending out the mechila messages, you know? Right. <laughs> and I get, I get a message from a guy unbelievable he writes like this i haven't spoken to him in a while and he says listen i've been going through tough stuff i've been going through tough times and today which he was meaning arab yom kippur didn't really mean much i didn't really have a let's say spiritual day but i just sat before and i listened to your song it's never too late and he said i sat for a half hour and i cried and now i'm ready for yom kippur it, that that type of stuff when a guy sends me that message I call wow. up Donnie Gross, you know, $1,000 for this, $1,000 for the video. It all becomes worth it. You have everything, yeah. you know, when I hear such a message, the guy just sent me yesterday a message that, you know, somebody in his family is looking for a shidduch and they sat down and they listened to the song Mayayim on the album and it gave them chizik. This is all I need. That's all I need from everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Wow. That, that That's pretty powerful. So, so going back, how did this all begin? How did your musical career begin? Where you come from? I come, I grew up in Kew Garden Hills. My parents are Bali Chuva. They're both Bali Chuva. Uh, my father was connected with Shayashiv a little bit. Um, he be, actually became from an Orsameach. Mm. And he ended up in Shayashiv. My mother's also Bali Chuva. My father was connected to Chazidus a little bit. His family was connected to Bells. Um, I grew up in a regular family in Kew Garden Hills, you know, with long right. tires, not speaking a word of Yiddish. <laughs> <laughs> and I went to Siach Yitzchak. And in my, we were always, always connected to music in a way. The truth is, if you'd ask me, not, nobody in my family were musicians. Nobody in my family were big people in the music industry. We just grew up listening to Kalbach in the car, listening to A.B. Rottenberg Journeys in the car listening to these type of stuff, always connected to deep and meaningful music. And at some point when I was about 13, my father decided he's going to get a guitar. I don't know what the drive was. He decided he's getting one. He buys a guitar, <laughs> barely plays it. I end up taking the guitar and I went with it. And whether it was books or different, you know, there was guitar books around the house. It was all self-taught. I never actually sat down and took a lesson in my life nice. but everything was was learned from books or from Hebra when I was in high school there were guitars all over the place and there were guys that played and I learned from them but everything um my entire connection to music my entire growth in music is all self-made it's self-taught I learned guitar by myself um the even the writing even the writing writing songs hasn't you know 
I didn't write. I never wrote. I'll tell. I'll tell you an interesting story. Yeah. When it when it comes to writing music, I was actually at the conclusion at some point that I just can't write, and I came to the conclusion that some it's one of those things that either you have it or you don't have it, and I'm one of those guys that don't have it, and you got to be like Shlomo Lekalvas or one of the holy people, you know, in the music business. That really, the Yossi Green, you know, if you, if, if you could write, then you could write. Otherwise, you know, and I was at the conclusion that I can't yeah. write. I was actually at the conclusion until one time I sat down in a month of Shabbos and I came up with this thing. It actually has to do with ancient from years. Like I, even though I, I, I sort of gave up, I didn't really give up. <laughs> and I came up with this song, Month of Shabbos. I played it for a couple of chevrons. They loved it. From the positive energy that I got from other people saying, wow, that's a crazy song. It unlocked something. It's an unbelievable sight. I believe personally people have unlocked talents that are locked away their entire lives. Somebody, from, 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 you're right, from the energy that I got, it unlocked this thing. And from then, it, this is about two, three years ago. Within a time span of a year or two, I started writing songs. Every single song on that album was written in the last two years. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's uh, yeah. But as far as my story goes, I grew up in Kew Garden Hill, Bali Chuba parents. I went to Siachitzok for school in Farakoe. Um, Siachitzok is a place which is always Fabrengan, Chesidus, lively. Every Rish Chedish was a Suda. Was a, was a, uh, every Hanukkah was a Suda. Lagba Eimer, the main thing about Lagba Eimer was not baseball and donuts. You know what I'm saying? The main thing about Lagba Eimer was the fire in the backyard with, with Manal singing and dancing. <laughs> So wow. I was brought up in that type of like, it's stuck in my kishkas. I can't get away from, from <laughs> Judaism and, and, and like in song and dance. I can't get away from it. So I was brought up like that. So it had to eventually come out, you know? <laughs> right. But it's all self-made. I don't have connections to the music business. Nice. Yeah. I, 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 can, I can relate to you. I actually, I actually play instruments myself and most of, most of what I've done is, is self-made. I mean, I taught myself how to play guitar. And that's one of my favorite things to play because it's just so relaxing. You just sit down, you, you get into that mindset and you're just playing away and the time just flies by. Like I totally get you on that one. Um, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty amazing. So you're saying you, 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 sat down, you unlocked your, you, you, you figured out what, that you were good at writing. You wrote all these songs and that's really cool to be able to write your own music, be able to produce it and put it onto an album like when you see the finished work, it must, it must give you a great, it, it must give you a good geschmack in there. It might, must give you like a good feeling. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Specifically in writing. I, I played guitar for a long time. I got really good at it. In yeshiva, I was always with the other making kumbas. Um, when I was in Arctisrael, I was always running to Shmuel Brazil, but for his shallow show that we would sit there and sing. Uh, I was running to Maya where they would sing and sing and sing. Um, every single Thursday night in Merkaz, I was in Merkaz in Yeshiva in Israel. Oh, yeah? The the, yeah. So when it came how to like... Ago? How long ago in Merkaz? Yeah. That's why, you, uh, that's why another reason why you sound seem, seem relatively familiar to me. 2009? Yeah, I, I was hanging out. I, I had a couple friends over there. I was hanging out over there. Um, they brought me over to make their porn spiel that year. Like I did video productions and stuff and I had a bunch of friends over there. Yeah. You, that's why you sound, look very familiar as well. From the Holy Land. And then I went to the mirror after that. Nice. So my, my whole, my whole upbringing was pretty, let's say 
mainstream with right. a definitely, you know, when I was in high school, there was a big stage of, of, of music. I don't know how to say this, but, you know, I was looking for depth in music. I, I don't even know if you want to, uh, uh, if this is, <laughs> I mean, when you're looking for when you're looking for meaning in music, unfortunately, you know, there's a lot of music which is commercialized. There's a lot of music which is, you know, and when you're looking for depth and you start to look in different areas, you might even come to the conclusion of Led Zeppelin and stuff like that. Right. And eventually you see the true depth, you know, and then the beauty of Hasidic Shinagun and the beauty of Kalbach and then you A.B. Rottenberg. And, and there's many, there's many, there's many beautiful artists in the Jewish music world that you have to, yeah, you know, sure. but when I, anyway, back to that, when I was in America, I was, um, I was, you know, when it came to leading a kumzitz or running the fabrengen, I was always the guy with the guitar making it happen. But specifically when it came to writing, I feel like that was something that was unlocked in the last two years, literally. It was, you know, I, I was at the conclusion where I couldn't do it. Wow. And, the, and, and that's what you, that's what you find you like doing more so than performing or, or what, what do you, what do you, what do you enjoy? Like, what's your main thing? Cause it seems like you, you're, you enjoy the writing aspect more of it than the performing. Um, no, I wouldn't even say that. I, I, I enjoyed, I would say, I would say that I enjoy the performing more when you, you know, when you're able to bring out energy in other people. You know, if I go to do a performance, right, and everybody's sitting around and I'm playing background music, I feel like it was an unsuccessful gig. Mm. I won't walk away feeling good or successful unless the island was fabreng and jumping on the table or at least in a deep way, kumzising together, sitting there davening. Um, the, 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 that's when I feel it was successful. I need to relate. I need to connect with the people. So I actually uh, enjoy the performance more because i'll tell you i'll tell you the uniqueness about the writing is is that i don't know if you saw the message in the album i never in my life or at least in the last two years sat down to write a song i never sat down and said you know what i need a song i have to come up with a song never every single song took place in an experience that song that you mentioned kulanu b'nei amelak i wrote that song in the middle of mincha i might have to do chuba for this you know what i'm saying Mitten Minche, in middle of Queen, somewhere in the shul, Kassatayda. This place is unbelievable, Kassatayda. So you, you walk into that place, you'll see every single type of Jew. I'm sitting in the middle of Minche right? I pick up my head. This is why I have to do Chuba. You ready for this? Yeah. I pick up my head. I look in front of me. Right in front of me is a Litvak. Right next to him is a Chusid. Right next to him is a Breslava guy, a real Breslava guy. <laughs> right next to him is a Svarty guy. And to top it all off, there's this one guy <laughs> who's wearing a frock and an up hat. With a beard, so you think he's right out of Williamsburg. Uh, a, a long reckle, a up hat, and a, <laughs> and a beard. And then I see him move his hat. There's a kippah sruga under the hat, and wow. he's holding a sitter with a picture of the haham on it, which is a smarty guy. So this guy's like all in one. Wow. And I'm, I'm watching <laughs> middle of Mincha in this place, guys. It, and I see every single type of Jew, and it just hit me. We're all davening for the same Eberstein. We're all davening to the same Hashem, to the same Father. You know, it, it, it just hit me. Mamish Moshe, that's right. The tune popped into my head. I, you know, I, I, this is why I have to do Juva. I, I had to rush one, that's right. And I had to run out of the shul, take out my phone and record the song. You know, that's maybe, so maybe the only skills that I have for Juva for this Indian is that when I get up to that next place, Hashem's going to say, listen, 
you inspired people with this nigga and you're good, you know, hopefully. <laughs> That's such a trip, man. That's such a trip. Like, wow. Yeah. I, I, I love that song. I, I, one, because the message, but also like you added like the, the, the sound effects, the comp, the, the comedic aspect of it. I, lo- I love it. I thought it was, I thought it was hilarious. Like the noises, but yeah, it's, it's, it's such a trip, you know, like, but it's true at the end of the day that that's it. At the end of the day, we're diving to the same Hashem. We're diving to the same father in heaven. We're, we're all, we're all, we're all doing the same. We're all doing the same thing. We just, yeah. we just look a little funny. We, we all look a little different, you know? The only reason why, right. And the only reason why I was able to write a song, I didn't write it. I didn't sit down. The whole song was written in, in, in 60 seconds. Right. I recorded it on my phone. I came, you know, I came home and I polished it up. The whole thing was with many songs, even if it's never too late. It's never too late. If you look in the album booklet, you'll see the whole story there. You know, I was feeling, you know, let's say, low about spirituality um you know like like everybody goes through it's funny when a guy read that story and you know, one of my rebbies from from elementary he called me and was like you mean you were off the data <laughs> 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 everybody goes through you know everybody knows what they're dealing with everybody knows what they have to fix everybody knows what they have to work on and whatever it was and 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 i wrote immediately i was sitting in the car i took the ukulele out of the back seat that was sitting there and i wrote it's never too late Correct, your own mistake. It was a chizik that I was feeling at the moment. And I wrote the song. The whole song was written in 60 seconds. Wow. All, all, the, all, yeah, all, this, all the songs came from a, an experience, um, which the stories are actually in the album booklet. But the reason why I connect so much and I'm so excited about the, my writing, if I sound overly excited about my writing, is because I don't believe that I wrote them, I'll be honest. I believe that they were written and they popped into my head, but that's, uh, that's at least what happened from the experiences, you know. That's really cool. That's what I'm saying. That, that's yeah. really cool, you know, and 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 that shows like how 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 involved you are with your music is that that each 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 thing that you do, each song that you're doing, is is in itself an experience, and that's how it should be. It shouldn't be just like boom like bang them out like every like you know what i mean like let's like make make a whole bunch of different tracks you know they all sound the same boom boom boom. it's about the experience and anybody who's truly into music and can attest to that that's really all about the experience and how like i had somebody on the show last week we had we had sarah duke she's a pianist she's a world um very very accomplished pianist and she said the same thing it's all about the experience like every song that she's composed and that she's that she's played and written it's all it, it's all from the experience and a lot of these right. guys we had on the show said the same thing like real musicians they, they they relate to it each thing is it's about how you experience that and you put that into and you express that and music is the language used to express that experience not words and not words per se but like the way you the way you bring that out the way you express that is through is through the music and it's, it's amazing a hundred percent you don't even have to turn to this you can turn <laughs> you look at the right you look at the writings of the vilna going in a couple of places where he writes on on, on tanakh right what he writes about music that it had the craft to be machaya mason and yep. it had, it had, it had right and you look in the rabbam how the neviim they used to play music in front of them in order that they could should come to a level to be makamal nevua you know, you know, it's 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 a partial thing, and music is in in its essence the expression of something that can't necessarily be expressed in regular talking. So it has to come from an experience. You know what I'm saying? 
For sure. I am. I'm with you 100%. Um, we're just going to take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsors and we'll be right back. We've come to the time of year again with the 2019 URA auction with prizes much bigger than before. Just you wait, see what we have in store. Sold tickets to Israel, a big fat check, and the shade stone jewels to put on your neck. Be your rent, get a car, let us clear your debt. Go relax and win some weekly cash. We'll cover your tuition bill and maybe give you a new van. We'll send you on a trip nearby or to the Holy Land. Shop online or in New York, you'll get a great big shopping spree. Your $50,000 you can take home instantly. It's easy to enter, just call us or go on. Just make sure you do it before you run out of time. More than $600,000 in prizes, only $5 a prize. Enter now at uraauction.org or call 1-877-7-AUCTION. All right, and we're back after that commercial break, sitting down with Joey Newcomb. Um, so Joey, Yosef, Joey, talk to us about, about the, some of your albums that you've come out with. Well, you weren't really albums, they're singles. Um, and you mentioned before that you've gotten a lot of phone calls and a lot of positive feedback and people telling you how your music has changed your, their lives. So what do, you, what, do you, what do you expect with this new album you just came out? Because you did just release a new album, right? Yes, I just released the first, my first album, in fact, the debut Ooh. album um, before well, the album. Scottish. Right. I had just released three different singles, and then after those three singles, we just came out with the first album. Uh, what I expect from it um, is a good question. I, you know, I'm a little skeptical sometimes. So, like, you know, I never know. In the beginning, I was like, how is this going to take? How, how are people going to? people going to like it or people not going to like it, you know, right. in the end of the day, um, I, one of the best messages I got from a guy was that he listened to the album and he said that he felt like he listened to a Musa schmooze for two hours <laughs> Wow! in his car. That was the best message I got from a guy. And it, you know, it gives me chizik. It gives me chizik. And I appreciate that people feel like they could reach out to me. I mean, on a daily message, on a daily basis, I'm getting, Message, private messages on Instagram, I'm getting emails, I'm getting voicemails, I'm getting WhatsApp messages from people who I've never spoken to in my life who are letting me know what songs they're connecting to, what songs are giving them chizik. Um, I mean, I could go through the messages just on WhatsApp alone. People are messaging me how, you know, they heard Mayayan, which is one of the tracks on the song, and it gave them chizik. Uh, you know, again, there's just so many that I'm, it's not popping into my mind, but I appreciate the fact that people feel that they can reach out to me and they can connect to me. And um, thank you, Hashem. I know thank you, Hashem, has been affecting a lot of people. You know, and if, uh, by the way, part of my whole thing, you know, if you listen to the album, you'll hear silly parts, you'll hear deep parts, you'll hear, mean, you know, part of it is to bring a smile onto people's face, which in itself is Ruchnius. Right. Think about it deeply. And part of it is to relay messages that I was feeling at the moment that I wrote the song. But all I can say is one thing. The feedback that I've been getting has been the biggest chizik for me in the world. Um, they just sent an email from, uh, what do you call it? Mostly music. That it sold out in a couple of stores and they ordered triple the amount. And that's wow. all nice. That's all nice, yeah. That's all very nice. 
and and people are sending me messages that they're loving the album and everybody's sending me screenshots that they bought it on iTunes and everyone's every morning I'm getting a message that a guy on his way to work is listening to Thank You Hashem and he's listening to Ani Litzbach and he's listening to You Don't Have to Be Breathless to Be the Simcha and he's loving it and it's <laughs> making his day you know and this is all wonderful stuff I'll tell you the truth this is all wonderful the biggest thing for me is when a guy sends me a message that he's having a hard time or he's in a shleira massive or something's bothering him and a song on my album could give him chizik it all becomes kedai all the money spent becomes kedai everything becomes kedai because at the end of the day, you're going to go up to that next place and God's going to ask, so what do you have for me? I doubt most people are going to pull out an album. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, if, you know, but if I could, if this thing could, could, be a, could be a spiritual thing, if this thing could, could affect people's lives, right. that's, that's the best for me in the world. Wow. That's all I need, you know? But, yeah. you know, when, if you want to know when it comes to sales and feedback and everything, Baruch Hashem, it's been amazing and positive. Donnie Gross, he did a fantastic job. All the feedback has been wonderful. I'm just saying that the main feedback that I need or that I enjoy or that I get the most chizik from is when a guy tells me that he was spiritually moved, whether it's in a happy way, whether it's in a deep way, whether it's taking him out of a certain sadness, whatever it is, those are the best. Wow. That, that that's pretty that's pretty amazing. That, yeah. that that's pretty amazing. So that that's how you know it's all worth it. Is that when you when you get this kind these kind of message and you get these kind of these phone calls, that's how you know that's how you know you made it. That's how. That's you how I, it. Right. Exactly. Listen. You know what? The gigs and the people that call and they want to hire me and the money that comes from it. You know, you think I'm, I'm sounding like you know and you know it's not cliche. You know, here's another guy saying, "Of course, Hashem, Hashem." No, it's the real deal. <laughs> <laughs> All the money is, is nice. All the money. I'll tell you a little nicer. Yeah. A little story that happened this morning. In the last few days, right, yeah. there's been a lot of great feedback. And there's been a lot of people that I bump into in the street and tell me, no, you should advertise with us. You should advertise with us. Yeah. And this guy says, you should put a big sign over here. And you should put a big sign over here. Now, I happen to get nervous, I'll be honest, about overdoing Gustavus. Okay. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe no. I'm crazy. But I feel like if something has been... <laughs> or something has been working, why do I have to say, oh, therefore, now I got to do more Shabbos? It had to do yeah. with God the whole time. If it ain't right? broke, don't fix it. Exactly, right? So, so it's been so a lot of people, you know, you should do this, you should do that, you should do this. And this, this Nakuda has been bothering me about like overly trusting in the business aspect of it. And, and unfortunately, people forget that God has to do anything. I, I, this I'm morning, okay. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This morning I was saying hollow. <laughs> and I came across the Psukim in the end of hollow. I better to trust in God than to trust in people. And it's better to trust in God than to trust in Nadivan, whatever that means. Uh, there's a lot of different translations. I decided right then and there, again, one of these types of situations, this is the new song, hopefully it'll be on the next album. I started singing, humming a tune to those words. With the high part being, it's not about the it's not about the advertisement. It's not about the it's not about the uh, people you've met. It's not about the established. It's not about whatever something it rhymes with you've met. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
But the initial idea of the song popped into my head, and I recorded it on my phone right after Hollow. Again, I'm going to have to do Chuba for this. But that's the song I'm making. You understand? I had an experience. I was, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working with, you know, uh, releasing an album. And, of course, you know, trying to make album sales. And, of course, there's the element of business and establishment. Right. But trying to maintain the spiritual aspect of it. And going through this type of emotion in the last few days, right in the middle of hollow by those words, it's better to trust in God than to trust in people or to trust in posters. Mm-hmm. The new song came and hopefully it will be on the next album. That's a little, you know what I'm saying? That's funny. That's how your head works, man. Like that's how your head works. You, I can see it. Like you, any, you can, you can be inspired to write something from, from anything. That's, that's a pretty unique talent right there. You know? Yeah, this is a talent that was, thank God, was unlocked about two years ago. Um, now, yeah, that's pretty cool. I wouldn't be able to. I tried. I tried one time. I sat down by the table and said, see if I could write a song. If I could write a song, it was a lousy song. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it, was, it was not a good song. So I realized, okay, listen, I'm not going to try to write a song. When it comes, it comes. You know what I'm saying? Right. Wow. I went to a, I went to Utah with a certain yeshiva at the Farish Shmuel. We went skiing. Okay. Um, a guy says, write a song. I like, can't just write a song. We went to the ski slopes. We looked around. We saw the beautiful mountains. And a certain song came down. Marabu Masech Hashem. Started singing out on the guitar. And now I have it recorded on my phone. Also, hopefully, for the next album. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. So that people think that like people think that you can just like turn it on. It's like it's like a little power. It's like a little superpower there. No, mm-hmm. I think some people. I do, I do think some people are extremely talented and they could sit down and just write. I think there are people like that. I don't have that talent. So any talent that I have, the, the song has to be written from a from a holy moment or even from a silly moment. You know what I'm saying? If, it, if, it, you, if, you, see, yeah. if you've seen the videos of my of my uh, performances or gigs. People will see a lot of silliness, a lot of joking, a lot of, you know, making funny sounds or playing funny songs and stuff like that. Along with then there suddenly comes this, I believe in bringing all worlds together. I don't know. Maybe I'm a sugar. No, no, you're cool. But it's funny, though, because like you seem like it, it, the, you're, all the songs that you've, you've, you've written seem to come with tremendous yat like they come at the right like Hashem puts that 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 machshava in your head at the right time you know what I mean like it's not like somebody like you said like you can't just sit down and start writing like all these things come at the right time like you were in, you were on the mountain you were staring at the mountain and like bam there come that you got something or you were in shul and then bam there's a song like you know, like it all comes at the right moment, and that—that's—that's—that's that's, that's a very, very, very special makuda you got going on. A very special thing you got going on, and I—I—I think I hope it continues to bring you tremendous hatslach in your music. Amen, amen. I right, listen. I hope so. I hope so. Whatever Shem wants, you know. Um, that's it. People, some sometimes I express these these you know these things, and people think I'm crazy. Like I was at a wedding with a band, and I'm playing. And the place there was such an energy, yeah. and the place is jumping and screaming and singing and for the for the Kasnikala. And I'm I'm also I'm, I'm trying to get involved in the simcha. I turn around and I have all these musicians looking at the watch. Oh, and I turn around on. to the musicians the watch, and I'm like, I'm like you know, this is the Kasnik Lamala Madazmani. Like, this guy's out of his mind, Lamala Madazmani. What's he saying? This guy's stoned out of his rocket. 
<laughs> oh, come on. You got to look, you know what I'm saying? You got to look past the box. You got to look past the box. Right. No, like for Brother sure. Like Brother said, it takes a few Meshuggahs, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you 100% on that one. Uh, I'm with you 100%. So, so your new album, your new album's out now in stores, online, anywhere where people can purchase and listen to Jewish music? Yeah, yeah. Um, the distributing was running a little late. There was a random snowstorm that took place, but most of the stores should have had them by Sunday. Some, uh, some stores, Baruch Hashem, sold out already. They ordered new ones. Um, a couple of stores are first getting them this Wednesday. I know people... I only know this because people feel that they, they go into stores and they like to send me messages that they went in, they didn't have it, they did have it. Um, it's definitely available on iTunes, mostly music. I think it's even available on Nigun Music. Um, anywhere where Jewish music is sold, that's for sure. It's not on streaming websites. It's on, it's on all the, it's definitely on iTunes, mostly music, and it should be in all the stores, at least in the, Areas that have Judaica stores, Lakewood, Muncie, Brooklyn, Five Towns, Crown Heights, uh, Queens. It uh, should be available all over the place. Pretty cool. So, so I'm going to ask you another question. You, you got a couple music videos out there. You ha- it seemed like you had fun making them. What, what, what's up with the con? Did you also come up with the concepts behind the music videos or, or, or you, had, you, let, let up, let, let, you left that up to the other guys? No, I came up with it, meaning I've worked together with, it's funny, each one of my music videos is three different guys. Yeah. Um, I have together with the video guy, meaning allowing his mind to explore, because I know that those guys are good at coming up with ideas. But mm-hmm. the general concept was definitely me, because it had to it had to connect to the meaning of the song. Um, B'nai HaMelech, for example, I felt that there's no better place to film it than in Israel. Now, it was all last minute. I found some guy that had his some camera and he came around with us in the old city <laughs> we tried to get some good shots then i found a guy in new york and we went to marine fox but most of the ideas behind the music video you know were 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 me creating that idea yeah but you got to have fun when you're doing them because people get burnt out i saw when i brought choirs to the studio yeah. right? when, when i had these guys when they, they're just like after after half hour like, you make me do the same harmony again People get burnt out. So you gotta, if you don't create a positive, fun environment, then you, you get burnt out. We, we had, we made L'chaim in the studio, you know what I'm saying? You gotta wake people up. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta get, you gotta make them happy. No, for sure. If, 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 if it's not fun, people aren't gonna, not, people aren't gonna wanna do it. That's really funny. So what, you brought a bottle and you started, you made L'chaim to everybody and you said, okay, let's go back to it. Yeah, exactly. In the studio, we nice. had, uh, in the studio specifically, because in the studio, you're all crowded in a small area. You're singing the same thing over and over again. So we had L'chaims and, 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 you know, especially when it came to the music video, I made sure that the guys had fun and, you know, silliness. Most of the shtusa, you know, it brings out a certain, you know, right. when we're making the music video, we're juggling the apples. We went to this apple orchard. First of all, it was beautiful. Just going there was unbelievable. Being able to, you know, I, I, you know, walk around Brooklyn, you don't see apple trees. Right. You know, <laughs> we went to the Apple Orchard. That was, that was amazing. And then I took the guys out to eat afterwards. And, you know, so every time I called somebody to come help me out in the project, they were excited to do it because they knew it would be a fun experience, maybe even a spiritual experience, if I may say. Mm-hmm. And, and we went out to eat and, 
you know, otherwise people get burnt out, you know? <laughs> no, for sure. For sure. For sure. I, I, I totally hear you on that one. The, you seem like you, you do it, you do it right. You seem like you do it in real, in a real menschlich way, like get people involved, make them feel good, make them feel like it, make them feel like they're part of something as opposed to just working on the project, you know? Especially if a guy's doing me a favor, especially if a guy says, I'm going to come and be in your music video and he's doing me a favor and he's not making, and I don't have to pay. Right. Uh, a guy like that comes, I'm going to make him work the whole time. Yeah. You have to, as how cars I tell you, you gotta, I appreciate what these guys did for me. It's amazing. People, I really appreciate it. A lot of guys in the yeshiva, I teach them in the morning, help me out with the songs. Um, I teach them the yeshiva and Rabbi Grona's yeshiva in Farakawa. Oh, wow. I tell oh. Shimon in the morning, yeah. We have a yeshiva there. Um, and I'm one of the Rebbe's in the morning. And a lot of the guys helped me out. I, of course, they wanted to and they loved it and they wanted to be in the music video. But I still appreciate what these guys did. It's, uh, you know, sure. tiring. Takes up time. For sure. So, so, real quick, what was your favorite song on this album? Oh, uh, the tough question. Mm. Tough question. Every song... That when when I think about it, it brings me back to that matzah that I was in when I wrote it. So I love everyone equally. But if I had to choose one, yeah. it has to be Mayai and Yavayazri. It's a slow song. Um, I we I was sitting in first seder in yeshiva teaching, and we learned the shtickle from the Noam Melech of what the meaning of the word Mayai and Yavayazri. Oh. Uh, and right then and there, the song was written, and I connect to it in a very very deep way. Most people would expect me to say, you don't have to be breastless to be Basimcha. I love that song, too. That's a great one. Uh, it's, a great Ani Ani Chassid. What? it's a great title. Well, yeah, well, the title of the song is To Be a Yid. That's the title of the song. But, um, but that, that's, that's a good... They're all fantastic, Baruch Hashem. I, I, you know, I'm happy with them. Um, but I would have to say May Ayan talks to me the most. Nice. Nice. Well, well, Yosef, it was it was seriously a pleasure having you on the show. I learned a lot about you, learned a lot about your music and you, you, who you are. And it seems like, and from listening to all your songs and going through your albums, I, I and now that I actually know you a little bit better, I, I totally feel it. I see how much you put, how I see you in your music. I feel it in your music, who you are and who, as a person. And it really shows, and it really shows how powerful your music is and, and the message you're giving across to people and the ashbud that you're giving to people on a daily basis and the chizik, whether you know it or not, or whether you realize it or not, that you're giving to people on a daily basis is, is incredible. And, you know, I can attest, man. I told you, I was walking back to my office. I was, I was singing the song. And that's how you know it works when people are singing. And it puts you in a good mood. It just puts you in a good massive, puts you in a good state of mind. Every time I hear feedback, it gives me physics. I really appreciate it. Hey, listen, what can I say? I'm a fan. <laughs> Seriously. Hopefully we'll get to, we'll to Fabreng together. What's Hashem, you come out to Israel, we'll sit down, we'll make Fabrengen, we'll make Fabrengen all day. I, I'm, I'm big into Fabrengen. I'm also a Chesidish guy myself, but... You know, it's it's all it's always good to sit down with good people, good chevra, to sing and dance and and share terrors and and just really, you know, and really enjoy it. You know, when I had Choni Maleki on the show, we were talking about the Indian of Fabrangan and what it means to 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 have a Fabrangan. 
that's it. You know, sit down. It doesn't mean mean, mean you get go out there and drink a bottle of two amashka and, and jump off of the tables. It means sit down with the right, good people, enjoy yourself, say divritaris, sing sing good good nagunam, and just and just uplift your soul, uplift your uplift yourself. And yeah, man, totally. You come out here. We'll we'll sit down. We'll do that all day. <laughs> Wonderful. So yeah, Yosef, it was seriously a pleasure having you on the show. And I look forward to seeing more good things coming from you. I look forward to watching your videos again, listening to your albums. And let, you guys can go out there and get his, get the new album wherever Jewish music is sold. They said iTunes, Niggin Music, Mostly Music. Um, if you're located in the Holy Land of New York, you can go to any Judaica store, obviously, in Lakewood. I'm sure they have it too. Um, and just go out there and buy this new album. Buy it. Don't, don't, don't download it. Buy it because we like to make sure everyone gets Parnassa. Um, and we look forward to hearing wonderful things from you in the future, my friend. Thank you so much for coming on board. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Culture will have Sure. You've just listened to another wonderful episode of Go Simple the Podcast. For more news, updates, and information on our next episode, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram at Go Simple Live, and don't forget to check out the show notes and videos on www.gosimcha.com along with zeradio.com. Thanks for listening, and remember, Go Simcha!